Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Friday. Temperatures this morning, mid-30s to around 40 degrees. Our temperatures will quickly rise into the mid to upper 60s under sunshine. Then on Friday, we'll have additional clouds moving in and a chance of rain late around 10 to 11 p.m. Not going to be much rain, but we'll enjoy another day around 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 41 degrees in our nation's capital at 359. Listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Thursday morning, November 16th, 2023. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early morning, breaking late last night, the Senate passed that government funding bill to avert a shutdown for now. Protesters and Capitol Hill police clash outside the DNC headquarters in the district. Why social media posts allegedly made by an area teacher have left her on administrative leave. I'm Mike Marilla. Also this morning, a concession in a closely watched local Commonwealth's attorney race. I'm Scott Gelman. Good gains on Wall Street. The Dow was up 164 at the closing bell Wednesday midweek. NASDAQ edged up nine. S&P up seven. Asian stocks mainly lower. It's four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fote in Washington, where in a sudden and quick outbreak of bipartisanship, both houses of Congress have somewhat surprisingly voted to avoid one of those government shutdown showdowns. Correspondent Jennifer Kuyper. In the U.S. Senate. On this vote, the yeas are 87, the nays are 11. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. Averting a government shutdown this week, but pushing budget negotiations into early next year. Democratic Senator Patty Murray. Avoiding a shutdown is so very far from mission accomplished. We have a lot of work to do after the dust settles and before the next shutdown deadline comes up. The spending package splits the deadlines for passing full-year appropriations bills into two dates, January 19th for some federal agencies and February 2nd for others. President Biden announces a resumption of direct U.S.-Chinese military communications and following hours of talks with Chinese leader Xi Jinping near San Francisco also says... The United States will continue to compete vigorously with the PRC. But we'll manage that competition responsibly so it doesn't veer into conflict or accidental conflict. And where it's possible, where our interests are coincide, we're going to work together like we did on fentanyl. That's what the world expects of us. Turning to the war in the Middle East, Israeli troops have gone into that hospital in Gaza, continuing to claim it houses Hamas fighters, but offering no proof and with very different accounts of what is going on there. Our correspondent, Deborah Pata, is trying to sort it out in East Jerusalem. Inside the besieged hospital, civilians seeking refuge and critically ill patients, their presence fueling international calls for a ceasefire, a place of healing turned into a battle zone. In Washington, Washington Wednesday night, protesters calling for a ceasefire in that Israel-Hamas war were confronted by police near Democratic Party headquarters. There were a few injuries and one arrest. YouTube rolling out new rules for AI content, including requiring creators to reveal whether they have used generative artificial intelligence to make realistic-looking videos. He ensures a CBS News tech contributor. AI tools are already very easy to use to manipulate photo, video, and audio. 
And especially as the 2024 election starts to really heat up, experts say technologies like this create a powder keg of potential disinformation. On the Health Watch, it is time to put down the cigarettes for Thursday's Great American Smokeout. Tobacco expert Thomas Ilioia says it is never too late. As soon as you quit smoking, within minutes you start to see the health benefits in terms of your circulation and your heart rate. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Bill Horan, CEO of Realty Exchange Corporation. Bill, as a valued customer of FVC Bank, please tell us about your business. Thank you, Trish. Realty Exchange Corporation is a local qualified intermediary for 1031 exchanges. Since 1990, we've helped thousands of clients with 1031 exchanges, allowing them to defer their capital gains tax on the sale of their investment real estate. In the 1031 exchange process, we hold clients' real estate proceeds in escrow. And FVC Bank is our trusted partner, helping us with our clients' 1031 escrows. Thank you, Bill. FVC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Realty Exchange Corporation. Take it from me, folks. Bill Horan of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value FVC Bank as a trusted partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. WTOP at 404. Thursday morning, November 16th, 2023. Should be a nice, almost spring-like day today. Believe it or not, mostly sunny, nice, comfortable. Veronica says we're going up to 68. You're waking up to 42 in Washington now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride this Thursday. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning, one of the developing stories we've been looking at Capitol Police clashed with protesters outside of the Democratic National Committee's headquarters last night on South Capitol Street in Southeast. They say about 150 protesters in all were illegally and violently protesting near the DNC headquarters building. The protesters included people from If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling at the time for a ceasefire in Gaza and say the protests were peaceful. Now, police say six officers were apparently treated for injury. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. Megan Clark, a reporter with our news partners at 7 News, spoke with protesters at the scene last night, then joined our Dimitri Sotis on WTOP. Protesters telling us things just escalated very quickly, and we were asking if there was a specific moment, if there was something that sparked the escalation, uh, and they could not tell us what that was. The protesters say things moved very fast shortly after they arrived around 7.15 or so. Now, we know of one person arrested for assaulting an officer. WTOP at 4.05. And other news, a Montgomery County school teacher is out of the classroom this morning. This after she is accused this week of posting messages online that the school system says this morning are anti-Semitic and hurtful in nature. The messages were reportedly posted by Sabrina Conn-Williams, who teaches history in addition to diversity, equity, and inclusion classes at Tilden Middle School in Rockville. The school system is only saying the alleged messaging is hurtful and anti-Semitic in nature, but won't go into details about them. It's incredibly disturbing. Emily Prophet is a Tilden Middle School parent and says she saw screenshots of Facebook posts allegedly made by the teacher 
and they both frighten and anger her. She's posting things that are akin to like a Holocaust denier. She's posting denial of a, a massacre that occurred on October 7th. The school's principal didn't go into specifics either, but did tell the school community on Sunday that she immediately reported the social media posts and says... They undermine the school's values of respect and belonging. According to the school system, Con Williams is on administrative leave. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. College and universities have long been at the center of protest and student action related to global events. And recently, with the Israel-Hamas war raging, there have been cases in which student groups were suspended from their own campuses. This morning, WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us Thursday, that's a situation right now which is raising the question about freedom of speech. Lara Schwartz teaches at the American University School of Public Affairs, and she's the founding director of the program on civic dialogue. At a public university, she says, Speech, as opposed to conduct, is presumptively protected. But there are exceptions, and they are narrow. For things like incitement or true threat, also also called intimidation. Universities can set restrictions on time, place, and manner of expression, and they can also have rules for student conduct. Schwartz says it may be hard to live with protection for speech that can be hateful, offensive, or painful, but the bottom line? That hateful speech might very well be protected speech. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.07 Thursday morning. Let's talk politics now on WTOP election 2023, a little more than a week later. Loudoun County's incumbent Commonwealth attorney has just conceded this week. Here outside the courthouse in Leesburg, Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney, Yuta Biberai, reflected on her office's progress. Violent crime is down 31 percent and Loudoun remains one of the safest places to raise a family. Days after Election Day, she conceded the challenger, Bob Anderson. She trailed by about 300 votes, but isn't asking for a recount. I have decided that I will not pursue one in order to conserve the taxpayer funds as well as to expand the transition period to serve to better serve the people of Loudoun County. Biberai became the first woman to be elected as Commonwealth's attorney in Loudoun County in 2019. In a statement, Anderson says he plans to deliver on his promise of protecting the community from violent crime. In Leesburg, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. So Thursday morning, November 16th. Thanks for starting your early morning with us at 408. I think it weather on the 8s. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everyone. At the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span has been reopened. And, however, on the westbound span, two left lanes remain blocked as they do away with the two-way operations on the westbound span. The far right lane is open from Kent Island heading back to Sandy Point. You'll find no delays either side of 50 at the Bay Bridge and then 50 in Maryland clear between the Bay Bridge and the Capitol Beltway. A couple of work zones have cleared in Virginia on 66, including the westbound express lane ramp to the outer loop. All that road widening work has ended, so all those lanes are now open. Also had some maintenance activity westbound 66, west of the Prince William Parkway, two just east of US 29 in Gainesville. Those road widening operations have cleared, so all lanes out there are cleared. Also westbound 66 between the Dulles Connector Road, Virginia 267, and the Leesburg Pike. That's in the process of being cleared. And you had the work zone eastbound 66, just west of US 50 in Fairfax. Those were maintenance operations 
operations, the left lane now open. All the work zones have been cleared. However, still have the closure of the left lane, left shoulder, both directions of 50 at the Roosevelt Bridge. This is because of bridge rehab operations. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai, Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A cold start here on your Thursday. Temperatures mid-30s to around 40 degrees. It is going to be a lovely day coming our way. Temperatures quickly rising through the 40s, 50s, and then on to just shy of 70 degrees. We're forecasting 68 degrees, in fact, for the district. Now, on Friday, clouds increase, and we're expecting some rain around 10 to 11 p.m., but you'll like the temperature and the fact that we'll have a lot of dry hours. 70 degrees is what we're shooting for for Friday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And uh, around the region right now, we're at 42 to Pond Circle. You're waking up to 37 degrees in Germantown, 41 in Annandale. We're at 42 in Holding in our nation's capital, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff. The Fed's rate cuts appear to be working. Wholesale prices actually fell a half percent in October. Retail sales were down a tenth of a percent last month, but larger from a slowdown in auto sales and less spent on gas. The U.S. Postal Service posted a fiscal year loss of $6.5 billion. First class mail volume fell to the lowest level since 1968. The Dow finished Wednesday up 165 points. That's a half percent gain. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Checking overseas this morning, Asian stocks have remained mainly lower throughout the morning since we've been on the air in the midnight hour Thursday. Right now, the NEK is down 95 points. At this check, the Kospi is up by almost two. The Hang Seng is down 246. The Shanghai is off 22. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 412. Glad you're in with us this early hour. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change is worth way more than just a tax deduction. Vehicles for Change repairs and provides cars to worthy families so they may gain and maintain a job. Most of our recipients are single mothers with small children. It is virtually impossible for them to navigate life without a car. In addition, we train individuals returning from prison to be auto mechanics. If you have a car to donate, please donate to Vehicles for Change. At vehiclesforchange.org, your car will be transformational for a local family. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com federal.
Good Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome to WTLP. If you're just joining us, mostly sunny, nice, actually spring-like today, comfortable. According to Veronica, we should go up to about 68, possibly 70 degrees in parts of the area. You're waking up to 41 degrees in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're in with us at 414 in the morning on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. All right, let's talk tech stuff this morning on WTOP, specifically social media. When you watch a video, say on YouTube or maybe several in a row, how do you know what you're watching is absolutely genuine or whether some or all of it maybe was made using AI, artificial intelligence? The people running the popular video site, YouTube, are out apparently with new rules this morning. They say creators must come clean or possibly have their videos removed and they could even be suspended, we're being told. This morning, CBS News tech contributor Ian Shure joins our Sean and Ann with more on why YouTube is making this move and why now. Certainly, the problem is large and getting larger, right? We are seeing a lot of what we used to call deep fake, now we call generative AI videos out there. And one of the key concerns that a lot of people who study disinformation and misinformation say is that this upcoming election is kind of primed to have a huge problem with it because these tools are getting so easy to use and so broadly available. Aside from uh, maybe the deep fakes you might see in political information, what are some of the other dangers of watching a video made by AI and you don't know it? Well, a lot of times it is the typical problem of the information in there is not truly trustworthy. One thing we've seen is that even when we give AIs the right answer and they have access to the internet or whatever else, sometimes they will what's called hallucinate. They'll create answers that are not real. And that is something that could be potentially dangerous, particularly when you start thinking about health, right? When you start thinking about people trying to guide you through, imagine filing your taxes or whatever else, right? You would want to make sure that the details are correct. And one of the things that generative AI has not been able to do yet is to do that. But people who are unscrupulous and trying to make an easy buck might not care. And when it comes to YouTube, how, I guess, important is it? How much are they going to staff and have extra staff to look at this? Because videos go up like just as fast as they do on the other social media pages. In fact, faster, right? I forget what the latest data point is, but there's definitely more video on YouTube than any of us can watch in our lifetimes. And it's hard for them to keep track of all of this. One of the things that they're doing is they're giving themselves an out. And by the way, this is something Facebook is also doing, where they're saying you have to disclose to us when there is AI stuff being used. And when there isn't, right, or when they aren't disclosing it, rather, YouTube can then say, oh, well, you didn't follow our rules. We're going to just take it off the platform. And that's what Facebook is doing as well with a lot of the advertisements out there in the political realm. And I imagine we're going to see more and more of this because the companies can't really reasonably be able to identify fake stuff. But when it's brought to attention, they want to take it down as quickly as they can. That's CBS News tech contributor Ian Shore on WTOP. 
Quick look at the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this early Thursday morning. The Senate's late last night breaking news this morning has passed a government funding bill Wednesday night averting a shutdown, at least temporarily. President Joe Biden says he and Chinese President Xi Jinping made real progress this week during their face-to-face four-hour meeting on Wednesday. And the Washington Post reports this morning that a tentative hostage deal has apparently been reached between Israel and Hamas. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday with special hours open Sunday as well. In Tyson's Corner and coming soon to Rockville. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome in, 418 in the morning on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks 24-7. Let's check in this early morning with Ken Berger, who's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. All lanes are open on the Capitol Beltway in Maryland. No reported accidents or work zones. Still have a work zone going on on the Outer Loop in Virginia. This is on the approach to Route 66. Only the far left lane is open. Traffic getting by without too much difficulty at the Bay Bridge. Eastbound span has been re- has been reopened. The overnight work zone has ended, and they are in the process of reopening the lanes on the westbound span. Currently, the two left lanes still blocked, but they should be reopened shortly. And this note from M.MTA, the Mark Pen, uh, the Mark Penline system. This note, it would be operating on an R schedule today because a train late last night hit a car that was parked on the train tracks causing significant damage to the tracks itself. So if you're going to use the Penn Line system, which runs between Union Station in Washington all the way through Baltimore's Penn Station and all points to the northeast, you want to look for trains with an R under the train number on the Penn Line timetable. Only those trains will be operating. Some trains also make additional stops in the R schedule and also other trains will be making additional stops as well. So again, the Penn Line, which runs between Union Station in Washington and Penn Station in Baltimore, and all points north beyond to the northeast, running on an R reduced service schedule because of some damage to train tracks from a car that was hit. In the district, still have New York Avenue, both directions of Florida Avenue, single lane getting by that work zone. That's a long-term project. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up on WTOP in the minutes ahead this half hour. The new things being taught at an old D.C. high school. In Northeast, I'm John Doman. A little frost possible here early morning. Temperatures will be down into the mid-30s to around 40 degrees, but warming quickly and nicely through your Thursday. With southwesterly winds, will head through the 40s, 50s, onto about 70 degrees this afternoon. No rain expected today, but we'll track a few showers for Friday late. Clouds will be on the increase, and by Friday afternoon, will be mostly cloudy. I think that rain will hold off until about 10 to 11 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 40 degrees in Alexandria, 46 pin quarter, 38 in Columbia. We're down a couple to 38 in our nation's capital this early morning. And coming right up on WTOP... As we check your health news this morning. For parents who give their kids melatonin to sleep, researchers have some advice. I'm Nick Ainelli. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. 421 Thirst. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. 
Hi, I'm Richard McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. At Metropolitan Bath and Tile, we only do bathrooms, nothing else. We have four beautiful showrooms for your convenience. We never use subcontractors because all work is done by our own employees. We guarantee our prices against any qualified contractor, and we have the best warranty in the business. Call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or online at metrobath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. 422 Thursday morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This is WTOP News. The mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Virginia earlier this year now sentenced to 21 months for using marijuana while owning a gun. Deja Taylor's son took her gun to school, you may remember, used it to shoot his first-grade teacher, Abby Werner, at Richneck Elementary in Newport News. Taylor's sentencing is considered the first measure of accountability for the January shooting. She still faces a separate sentencing next month in the case for felony child neglect. Zwerner is also suing the Newport News school system for $40 million over the case. A Prince George's County man has been found guilty of killing his ex-girlfriend on Christmas Eve. Nearly a decade ago, a jury found 44-year-old Marvin Lopez guilty of first-degree murder while armed for the shooting death of Evelyn Guerrera. Lopez was found in El Salvador earlier this year, extradited back to D.C. then after being charged with her murder. Lopez is accused of shooting and killing his ex in front of a restaurant on 14th Street in 2014, where she worked as a waitress at the time. He faces up to life behind bars if found guilty. The D.C. government making moves to get more city residents working in high-demand trade jobs. The $64 million renovation happening here at the old Spingarn High School will allow the city to double the size of its D.C. Infrastructure Academy. 2,700 square foot specialty mechanical lab, interior classroom space. Uh, also, we'll refurbish the courtyard. Uh, we'll have social spaces and also an exterior training yard. Auto bays for lessons in car repairs are also coming. Delano Hunter, who leads the Department of General Services which will oversee the renovation of this school, is also a Spingarn grand. And because the school's not just old, but considered historic... We're going to preserve the, the rich history and legacy of this building. Uh, we will be ensured to preserve the facade, enhance the facade. In Northeast, John Dome in WTOP News. On the medical page, if you turn to melatonin to help your kids get to sleep, you should know about some new concerns over its long-term use. If your kid is having trouble sleeping, you need to talk to your primary care physician. That's Dr. Gabrina Dixon, a pediatrician with Children's National Hospital in D.C., reacting to a new study in the journal JAMA Pediatrics, which surveyed about 1,000 families and found that roughly 20% of kids ages 5 to 13 had taken melatonin recently and had been taking it for more than a year. Dixon cautions parents against that, saying there's not enough research yet on whether children can have negative side effects from long-term melatonin use. Parents should not be giving melatonin long-term without guidance from a health care provider. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 
powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And a good Thursday morning to you, November 16th. Welcome in. Glad you're joining us. 425 and Frankie's turn this morning. Not much pushback by the Wizards as they lose at home to the Dallas Mavericks. 130-117. A comfortable win for the Mavericks who played without one of their stars in Kyrie Irving. Luka Doncic, their big uh, other star, had 26 points for Dallas. Wizards now 2-9 and nine on the year. They go to the Knicks in New York to play on Friday night. NBA is suspending uh, Draymond Green of Golden State for five games 